Hey, this is Della's dad. My name's Adam, and this is a podcast that chronicles what it's like to be a first-time dad and leans into the expertise and experience of other fathers. It's a discussion about one dad raising his daughter and a tool for all parents out there. At the very least, we'll have some fun with some serious topics that all parents can relate to. After all, we're in it for the long haul, right? So let's enjoy the dad experience and let's be good at it. My baby's crying. I'm going to have to pause this and come back to you. I'm going to go deal with that. Give me a sec. False alarm. She's cried herself back to sleep. It was only temporary. Crisis averted. This week's episode, <laughs> I'm actually flying solo. So this is potentially slightly a more dull topic and not for those already out there with kids. But I just wanted to quickly focus on, let's call it the only 10 things that you need to buy for the first three months with your child. So if you haven't sorted out your registry yet, haven't bought all your stuff yet, don't really know exactly what you need. I'm someone who hates buying stuff. So I really wanted to boil this down to just the only the things that you actually needed that was helpful for us. I really didn't want to have a million things around the house. So these are the 10 things. So this is what we're going to go with. Now, in classic bait and switch fashion, before we cover those 10 things, we're going to quickly talk about the no-brainers, right? So obviously the no-brainers are things like you need bottles and nappies or diapers, which they call them in the US, changing mats, birth clops, that kind of stuff. Those are obvious, right? So I'm just going to go through a couple of tips that I have on those, and then we'll go through the actual 10 items that you'll need for the first three months. So I'm just going to move through this quickly. I'll put some links into the show notes. So anything you don't already have, or you bought something different and you just trust me so much that you're going to go with what I'm telling you to do, uh, the link will be in there. So hopefully I don't take too much of your time up with this one, but I, I feel like this is kind of important. Again, I want to stress, I hate buying things. So I feel like these are the 10 things that you really need. Okay, the no-brainers. Quick note on baby bottles. There is a bottle out there called Dr. Brown's Natural Flow Anti-Colic Newborn Baby Bottle. It's a mouthful, but the idea is these are special bottles for newborns that have a vent system on the inside of them. It's pretty basic. It's a plastic tube that goes inside it. They supposedly reduce the amount of colic that a baby could get or like burping gas, that kind of stuff. It's one of those things that I was chatting about this with my brother. We don't really know whether it works or not because it's the only thing we've used. But I will give the anecdote that we had a friend of a friend who they had a lot of gas and colic issues with their kid and they weren't using these bottles. And just so they could try it out, we gave them one of our bottles and they said there was actually an improvement on uh, on the gas and burping and colic and all that stuff. So seems like it works. Dr. Brown's Natural Flow. That's one quick one on, on nappies or diapers. We've been using the Honest Company, which is supposedly eco-friendly, using less material, more recyclable, whatever. We had heard coming into using those that they are supposedly not as good and are prone to more blowouts. We did a mixture of those and Huggies or Pampers or whatever the other big brands are. And honestly, we couldn't tell the difference. So I would support you buying the eco-friendly one. Quick note on clothes. This was told to me by every other dad when I was about to have Della. Get clothes for the baby that have just zippers or snap buttons. Neck holes are tough to get their head into. So there's snap button tops where they come across sort of sort of like a collared shirt where you put in both arms and they wrap around. They're really great too. 
point here is when you're changing them multiple times a day, a night, especially in the middle of the night, you want to get them in and out of clothes that are the easiest. You will sometimes have to change your kid in the middle of the night because they will shit or piss through their underwear, so to speak, and you'll have to change their clothes. So you want to take all of the guesswork out of it when you are half asleep. Other than that, we found it handy to have a few change mats around the house because sometimes you change them in your bedroom, sometimes in your living room, it's just a little bit more handy. Burp cloths are probably the biggest one that you go through. So we have like a dozen of them. We thought it was too much, but you end up just going through so much of it. That's it. Obviously you have other things like dummies and rash cream and whatever. Nothing much to say there. Already realize I'm going along on this one. Let's go into the top 10. All right. These are the 10 things, the only 10 things you need for the first three months, right? I'll break it up into two simple groups of five. Five are must-haves. Cannot live without these. And then the other ones are love it, super useful, but might survive without it. Okay. So the five I cannot live without. There's a brand called Love to Dream. They have a swaddle up, which is basically one of those sleep sacks. So instead of swaddling your kid with a blanket towel or whatever they teach you in the hospital, it's essentially a little sack that you put them in, you zip them up and it swaddles them. It takes away so much of the guesswork. 100% get those. Second... Baby Bjorn Bouncer Bliss. It's one of those bouncer things where you just sit them in there and tie them up at the waist and they will just sit there and bounce around. That's been huge for us. We probably didn't start using it until like the six week mark till she was like a little bit bigger and not totally a freshie. But that was huge in just helping us to like put her down for a little while while we're getting other stuff around the house. Even now, four months in, we still use that a lot. That's clutch get a baby monitor the sooner you get it the better we didn't crack ours out until Della was about a month old because she was always by our side but it made a huge difference to then just have the monitor on there so we could watch her from afar from wherever we are that that's obvious but I will say we use the Nanit baby monitor n-a-n-i-t they have a cool AI thing that kind of tells you how long they've been asleep when they're awake when the bed was tended to this extra stuff that you didn't know existed, which is pretty rad and I highly recommend it. One thing I will say, the good thing about this, this brand of baby monitor, and maybe they're all like this these days is it doesn't come with an actual physical monitor. You use your phone or your iPad, right? So it'll have a camera that'll connect to your Wi-Fi. And how that's worked for us is it allows you to do stuff on the go a little bit, check your phone when you're in the other room. But because we have an iPad that we rarely use, that's sort of the permanent monitor where we just have the iPad on and we carry that around. So um, love it because we have the iPad. If you don't have an iPad, it might be annoying to continually have to unlock and open your phone and so on. A couple of other quick things you can't live without. You need a baby grooming kit, which is basically special nail clippers. They're kind of idiot proof nail clippers so you can cut your baby's nails without cutting their finger off, which I've heard some crazy stories about. Get those don't even think that you shouldn't buy them and you have to cut their nails so often just do it lastly in this top five of must have cannot live without is a sound machine uh one friend of mine sent me a link to a soundcloud that just plays white noise for two hours on your phone but i actually think a dedicated sound machine is better you can get one of those tiny little speakers they look like the jbl clip speakers if you know it it's does one job. It's the brand that we got is called Hush, H-U-S-H-H, double H at the end. Also super clutch for getting your kid to sleep. I've talked about in some of the other episodes around how, especially when you bring them home, you're trying to emulate what it was like inside the womb. 
One of those is being swaddled up. Another one is the white noise because that's what they hear and that's what helps them go to sleep and so on. So yeah. All right. Those are the five must-haves. Now on to the five love-its, super usefuls, but might be able to survive without it lists. Honestly, I think get these five as well. It's not much to ask and well, you'll, you'll see where I'm going with it because a couple of them are like a stroller and a cot. So you need to buy one definitely. For a stroller, we have the Duna D-O-O-N-A. It is a hybrid between a car seat and a stroller, which is really awesome. So it's a stroller, a pram, whatever you want to call it when you push your kid around the neighborhood. And then the legs actually, or the wheels retract into the base of the seat and it becomes a, a car seat. It's super useful and versatile. Definitely get that if you're going to get something they'll only fit the baby up until like six to nine months and then you upgrade. But for that early time where they're so small and finicky and you don't really want to be taking them in and out of car seats and strollers a million times when you're moving around, they come in handy very well. Also a bonus is if you live in a city like New York and you don't really drive and you're getting in and out of taxis and Ubers and stuff like that, they do have a, a way of being useful in terms of throwing them in there and, and, and strapping them in quite easily. Another one I'll say is the Snoo. Uh, I've talked about this one, S-N-O-O. It's the newborn cot. It has a couple of cool features like milkshake mode where you strap them in and it will slowly jiggle them like you're rocking them to sleep, uh, which I've had a love-it-hate-it relationship with it in, in the few months that we had it. They eventually do grow out of it because it's for newborns only, but there's definitely been more than a few occasions where... Della's is just going nuts and I can't seem to calm her down. And as a last resort, I'll throw her in the snooze, strap her up, turn on milkshake mode. She'll go straight to sleep. And that has saved me quite a few gray hairs, I would say. Get a Docker Tot, also a peanut. It's basically, Docker Tot is a brand and I'll have the link in there. It's kind of like a pillow. It's like a donut slash pillow where you can put your kid into it to, to rest them. This is particularly useful when they're a newborn and you just want them next to you on the couch, but you want them in something safe. It's sort of like, uh, yeah, it's like a donut where you put them in the middle and, and they lay there, they'll sleep there, they'll hang there. When they are especially newborn, this is sort of perfect for for having them around you without having to worry about having a nice safe setup around them so they can't fall and that kind of stuff. What else? Two last things. One will sound obvious and one will sound a bit weird. Uh, the weird one is... The Ubby Steel Diaper Pail. So basically, it's a trash can for for the diapers, for your shitty diapers, your nappies. Something that I felt we probably didn't need, but then when we thought about it, poopy diapers do smell pretty bad. And having a specific bin just for that, this sounds like it's not even worth bringing up, but you absolutely should do it because if you're using your regular trash can, it's going to smell this in the way it's designed makes that not so much. And I'll let you just check it out online. And lastly, but definitely not least, is a little play gym. Now we use a play gym by the brand of Lalo, L-A-L-O, but it's effectively just a little try. I don't know how to explain it. Like a gym, it's that thing that hangs above them as the babies are laying flat on the ground and they look up and they touch and hit like rattles and toys and balls and all that kind of stuff. So Similar vein to the Baby Bjorn Bouncer that I mentioned in that must-have category. These are the two things that we use now, especially so. We use them a lot 
in months two, three, and now four, where the kid just needs more stimulation. So when you're leaving them around the house, when they're hanging out, when you're not directly engaging with them, this goes a huge way to stimulate them, keep them interested and happy uh, until it's next bedtime. Okay, I'll have the links in the show notes. Those are the 10 things, the only 10 things you need to buy for the first three months, plus all the no-brainers, obviously. I hope that's helpful. All right, I'll get out of here.